Hi y'all, John Alcorn, that one dude 2020, really the CEO and founder of the God Over Money Sports Network. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What is up, y'all? John Alquin here. That one, dude, 2020 with the MS6 Sports Network. Folks, we're taking this video to a different turn. This is a different type of video. This is, in my opinion, the biggest video whew, that I've ever made. If I'm gonna be vulnerable, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Y'all know who I am, or some people may or may not, but I'm very vocal to work on my relationship with God. This is going to be a testimony that will be uploaded to the MS6 YouTube channel. Can't wait for everybody to check it out. But without further ado, let's just get into it. My testimony. This is something I thought I would never do. But folks in life, you never know what God is going to do. Just because we don't see it, just because we don't feel it doesn't mean he is not working. Folks, you know, I've been a part of the sports world for almost two years now, but part of that journey from January 2020 to now has been a huge, crazy emotional roller coaster. But God has brought me through every step of the way. In late 2019, I decided to move back here with my parents. I said, you know what? Let's see if I can kind of continue to work in childcare. I got this dream childcare job. I've always wanted to work in the infant room. So in January 2020, it was not even a couple, like only four days before the daycare officially opens. I was going to have my own infant classroom with an infant door that says Mr. Or John, Mr. John's infant classroom. I would get to take care of a bunch of infants, something that I've wanted to do, something I've been very good at. Going to take care of infants and have my own infant classroom. Folks, this is going to be a dream childcare job. And who knew what was going to happen up until this point? It's been a shocker. But during 2020, I'm kind of working on my uh, little pockets here that we've been doing for a while. I see a call, I answer it, and without further ado, it is my, it was the ex-employer that took away the job offer. And at that point, 
my emotions were running high. I didn't know what to think. I was, I was mad. I was pissing all the cuss words in the world. This, this testimony is going to be honest and real. But any daycare names, anything, or coworker names will not be named. They're strictly confidential and private. We'll say coworker number 45 or daycare number 456. But just now getting my dream childcare job taken away. Less than four days before we started. So my emotions were running high. I said, I called my dad. I said, hey, I, I got the job taken away. And the lesson that was that no matter what, as a Christian, it's not going to be all dandelion and flowers where the walk is going to be easy. Anybody that tells you that, it's just not true. It's part of our prosperity gospel, which is a lie. And a prosperity gospel contradicts the Bible for the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is not evil. For the love of money is the root of all evil, not money itself. So six years of work trying to become a full-time infant care teacher just like that. It was taken away. Imagine all the emotions. Imagine y'all, your dream job and your dream career that was all of a sudden taken away. Think about how that would feel. I have to tell God here, why? Why would you do this to me? This is my dream job. Six years of work. All the frustrations. I'm giving my honest emotions what I was feeling at the time. But I'm glad it, it worked out the way it did. So as I'm continuing on here, I'm like, okay, I lost my dream job before it even started. And you're kind of like, what happened here? I don't know. But what I can tell you is that despite what I was feeling in that moment, despite what in our lowest moment, because that was my lowest moment, folks. But despite our lowest moment or our highest moment, God is always there the lie anything that sounds negative or a lie that is from satan himself and satan can shut up as we're kind of going on here i'm like i didn't know what to do did i just waste six years of my life trying to work in child care was i not listening to god all of these thoughts and emotions were going through my head i'm like lord what is the point of this this is about a month and a half two months before covid it's gonna start in february Late January 2020. Of course, a couple of weeks later, COVID happened. Who knew they had to shut down for a bit? I've been blessed despite my lowest moment that didn't make God any less good. So after six years of working in childcare, all that work went down the drain. But that wasn't a bad thing because God had a plan. We have something what we call free will. Sometimes God allows us to be in our lowest moments so we can really and truly come to the realization we can only trust and rely on him. Not the things of this world, not these electronics, but solely on God and his word. It was not an easy time. And even at that time, it wasn't truly walking with God here. So I'm like, God, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to continue this podcast thing, continue on and on and on. And in February 15th, 2020, that one dude 
2020 was created. I didn't know what to do, not even a couple weeks before my dream job was taken away from me and I was never gonna get that back. Sometimes in life we have those situations where something is taken away and you're like, man, my life is over. Your life is far from over, even at your lowest or your highest. So we continue on in February 15th, 2020, starting my first ever podcast, or not my first ever podcast, we started July 6th, 2019, but as we full on going to it full time here, February 15th, 2020, it's like putting myself out there. I was uncomfortable, but God doesn't call the comfortable. God calls the uncomfortable where like, I'm not confident in myself. What if people don't like the podcast? What if nobody sees it? What if nobody sees it? What if I make no friends in the sports industry? What if all these, all these what if questions we have when we go on a future endeavor and the plan that God has for our life? But despite our what if questions, who is always there? That's God. It doesn't matter what nobody says. It does not matter. We continue on going to sports podcasting. We start recording in the hot car and I was getting a little bit frustrated here. It's like, we're not getting any guests. This isn't going the way I thought it would. God, is this really what you had planned for my life? I was starting to question. I'm questioning. That is perfectly okay. We are human. We're not perfect. And to anybody that says humans are perfect anyway, that is a complete lie. As I continue on, we get the first guest. We continue on and on. March, April, May, we get Cars Pop, Rob Parker, all these amazing guests. And then comes June. And what I've learned, a lot of people have been saying is that when God has that career and that blessing for you, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. In fact, it's actually not going to be easy at all. But that's the beauty part is because then you appreciate the beginnings. You know you can only trust in God. June 2020, I'm getting really frustrated. And I made a great friend here. And Adam Rich of the Really Rich Podcast, man, I appreciate all the honest talks he had with me. I was like, man, I'm getting really frustrated in this podcast thing. I'm thinking about, I don't know, quitting the sports podcasting, sports media world. I'm not getting any views. I'm not getting hardly any likes at all. Those are the wrong motives. When you go work in the sports industry, I was getting frustrated. I was, I had the wrong mode. I wanted the likes, the views, and the followers, but wasn't truly understanding what it takes to get there. Putting in the work, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of late nights that have happened. Make no question about it. And I was about to quit. I have one more phone call with my great friend, Adam Rich, the Really Rich Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and on other social media platforms. He's like, dude, that comes with time. You're not, you're not retiring today, are you? Are you? No, I wasn't even 22 at the time. Not even 22 years old. I was thinking about quitting already? Bro, I'm not even 22, 23 years old, 22. I'm thinking about quitting already? I have a whole life ahead of you. Not everybody, when they have a career path that God has for them, not everybody has it at the same time. You just have to be patient. It's not easy. It's something that I've had to learn. It's something I need to continue to learn. 
I do, I'm just getting frustrated. I'm not being successful in this. I'm not getting the likes of views of followers. And I was wrong the whole time. Because for anybody that wants to be in the sports media industry, number one, make sure it's what God has called you to do. Number two, what God has called you to do, to do. But number two, do not be focused on the likes, views, followers, comments, or shares. Put in the work, be yourself, and it's going to work out in God's time. And as I was about to quit, I kept thinking what Adam Rich was telling me, say, okay, okay. We continue to have calls and texts and we talk all the time. I was like, man, you know what? He's right. I'm going to swallow my pride. This is what God has for my life. And I'm going to give it a chance. I'm not going to give up. Despite how frustrating it is, God, you put me here for a reason. And I'm going to trust you. So let's keep this going. Despite what people say, oh, it's not going to work out. It's going to work out. And who gets the credit for that? Not me. But that's God, number one. Continue on September. We started to kind of pick up here. We get a couple of guests going on. And uh, fast forward or rewind back. Since we're kind of going back and forth here on this testimony. June 2020, as I'm about to quit the sports podcast and industry, and I have talks with my friend Adam Rich here, I get back to working in the daycare. And first few days, it's going pretty well. We have some great coworkers. Coworker number 456, none of them will be named confidential, private. Great coworkers. The kids were great. Kids have their moments. They're kids. They're here to learn. But as I go early on in this job, I just realized, man, I don't enjoy working in childcare anymore. I don't enjoy working with kids anymore. I don't enjoy that. The spark, the passion, all of that is gone forever. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Did I love those kids with all my heart? Yeah. But I give them my heart so that they could live extra five years on this planet? Yeah. But in that moment, during that work day, when I realized I didn't want to work with kids, I lost a passion. I just didn't have it in me. I, in terms of I don't enjoy it. So I told them I move on from the job. And of course, we have our events the last day or towards the middle of the summer. Again, names, places, all that will not be named. So we'll just make up something. Sally Mae Joe. Go have an event. We go home. I um, mean, even before that, like the day of me, um, basically deciding to leave, deciding to leave the childcare world. I go talk to the director, and say, "Come back to the classroom." The teachers can see the tears and the anguish on my face. The one teacher asked me. I won't reveal their name or anything about them. That's private information. They look at me with the tears and they see the English on my face. They said, you're leaving us, aren't you? I said, yes, I am. It was hard because of all those years working in childcare. 
all those bonds I made with those kids. They're not wasted. I enjoyed every single moment. From the internship I had at a daycare that will not be named, confidential and private, to the internship I had in high school, to the first ever daycare that gave me an opportunity, despite my maturity issues. You gave me a chance and you know who you are and I can't thank you enough. To the other internship, to the many daycare jobs, to the great memories I had with some of the best coworkers I've ever had in the childcare world. To one of my last few final daycare jobs that would not be named or the location of where it's at. This specific daycare, the best memories I've ever had at any job, childcare or not, the best memories I've had, the best kids, the best coworkers that I call family and one I still hang up, stay in touch with and we talk, we text all the time. All those memories. We were a family at that daycare. All those memories with the kids, great teachers, and even a better director that believed in me and gave me a second chance. When I told them that I was leaving, even go, kind of go rewinding back a little bit, sorry, I'm kind of going back and forth here. I've never done this testimony before, but this is going to be for God's glory, not mine. I'm headed into the, the same place that we're talking about here. Won't say the name, all that's confidential. We go, we're headed into the cafeteria for snack. And the director tells me, we're summarizing it. They're basically cutting my hours. And even the other younger kid teacher was like, are you, she looked at me and was like, did they just really say that? Did they just really do that? But of course, now I have to be professional. It's not an option, not for me, not for the director, but for those kids that look up to me as a positive male figure, as a father figure to many kids that didn't have a father. We tuned on the gate with snack. Basically, at the end, didn't have that many hours. And I said, you know what? This is hard. So I left. And to many other places that I worked at, I don't regret a single moment. As we kind of continue on here, the podcasting is going very well. So it's all over the place. I leave the place, kind of decides like, what, what should I do? Should I go into podcasting full time? Should I even work in a daycare facility? Should I even think about applying to one? Yeah, I'm done. I said, I'm done working on childcare. We continue with the podcasting. Been an honor. I had a honor and pleasure of being a part of a sports network. And it was for a very short time, but I was very thankful for the opportunity they gave me continued podcasting here. And in August of 2020, I am a guest on, on a certain network I think a lot of people know about on Fan Response on the MI6 Sports Network. And for that knowing, despite me and Ryan or Steven disagreeing on pretty much every NFL topic, it was a lot of fun. And this network had something. It wasn't the likes, the views, or the follows. There was something about this network. I don't know what it was. I was like, kind of continue on the next couple of months and added to the group chat. And I'm like, you know, there's something about this. And I keep asking, I continue to become a 
reoccurring guest on the night shift, Wild Sports Talk. And the beautiful thing about the MR6 Sports Network, even before I was a part of it, in terms of putting my content out there, being a part of the network and helping out behind the scenes and doing all of that. The pre and post show calls. I know that people don't hear about this with, with networks, smaller networks that are starting up. They just been around for over a year now. I'm so thankful. The post, some of the best memories I've had at three or four, or two, one o'clock in the morning with these post-show calls with Trevor, with Callan, with Steven, with Isaiah, with Ryan, and Shree, and Martin, everybody on the MSX Sports Network. Those post-show calls, it, something about the family atmosphere, the MSX Sports Network had and continues to have a family atmosphere on or off camera. It's like, you know what? I really want to be a part of this. As you continue on to be a reoccurring guest on the MSX Sports Network, while sports talk and the night shift, I just, I love, they made me feel like family, even though I wasn't part of the network. They've been trying to recruit me for a while. So I was like, you know, nah, I'm good. I'll be okay. Come late October, what do I do? After I said, I'm done working in childcare. Months and months without a job. I applied to another daycare. And sometimes in life, we say we're not going to do something no more. It's not a part of our life. Sometimes we go back to that job or back to that career. And God's like, you need to listen to me. And it was a learning lesson for me. It was very, very hard. Go back to this daycare or go back to work in daycare. I get the job at first. It starts off great. After the first day, the kids are like, Mr. John. Mr. John and the, the owners were bragging about, yeah, the kids love him already. And I've only been there one day. That's the crazy part. No matter if I'm serving at my church, God gave me a gift for a reason. I continue on working here. I develop pretty much a bond with every single worker in there. Yes, people know in child care, aka daycare facilities, it is 99% when, so most of, if not every single time. I am the only dude, I'm only one dude, no pun intended, that would be 2020 here, that is working with all these women. So it's kind of hard to relate, but you build these bonds with coworkers. We all become very good friends. Professional, we become very good friends. As I continue on here, I, I remember and I realized why I stopped working in childcare. Many, many reasons. The drama, I don't enjoy working with kids anymore. When I say I don't enjoy working with kids, I mean in a daycare facility, I'm happy and honored to serve in the kids at my church. But as a career, no, I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. I just, I lost it completely. And that was the old season of my life. And I finally realized that. And right before I put in my two, as I put in my two weeks, sorry, folks, testimony here, the first time I've ever done this, I tell the kids, It got, and it gets harder. Every single time they have to leave these kids because they love Mr. John, Mr. John. We, they always ask me if they had a question. They would, a lot of times, come to me if they had an issue. That trust 
I don't take that lightly. I take that very seriously. Something that God put in my heart, even though it's not in the daycare, he's serving, serving God, God's kingdom at church or wherever else. So tell the kids in this particular age group, I won't say the age group or anything, keep all that confidential here, even though this is a testimony. I tell the kids, and what one kid tells me, this is not easy though, so give me just a moment. One kid tells me, you're just another teacher to leave. You don't really care. And folks, when I talk about drama in the daycare, some daycares and pretty much every daycare facility for the most part, and this is not a knock on them, it's just the natural daycare facilities. Some are in college, they're about to finish college, so they're only there temporary. That's not the daycare's fault, it's not anybody's fault. But in this, this particular age group here, they had teachers, male teachers coming in left and right, left and right, they wouldn't really stay at all. And they bonded and trusted me. And when that kid said, there's another teacher to leave, why are you leaving? You really don't care. And at that point, I had to keep my emotions in check because I wanted to honestly, folks, I just wanted to cry. Because those kids, you would know I, I had to leave. They have no idea, and they still will never have no idea how much I care about these kids. What I would do to make sure they could have a healthy, happy life. I would give them half my, my whole of my heart if they could have uh, five extra years or five extra seconds or minutes on this planet. They have no idea how much I love these kids. They have no idea how much I would do for them, how much I would want to protect him from the evil in this world. Of course, unfortunately, I had to leave and uh, teachers knew why and the kids just looking at me and uh, like most facilities I left. Kids are mad. Somebody they trusted, somebody they bonded with is leaving. And they don't know why. Of course, they all hug Mr. John, and it's very emotional. I grab my stuff up. Whew, it's not easy, folks. And I leave. My final ever daycare job ever. And I tell God, I know I said this before, God. I mean it this time. I am done. I do not enjoy working in any child care facility. I don't enjoy it anymore. I'm done. Let you take over, Lord. And he has never given up on me since. So we can kind of continue on here. The next couple of weeks, I continue to be a guest on Wallace Ports Talk. And the night shift here, I, get, I always miss the kids and I always will. But to, as I, before we continue on, to, any, to every daycare facility that gave me an opportunity I want to say thank you. Because without those opportunities, without those amazing coworkers that I called family for that very short time, I don't regret any moment. I'm glad I did it.
And I would have did it again. Because those kids I care for so much. And I can't wait to be a father one day. And I'm going to continue on this next couple of weeks. We're doing more pre and post show calls like the MI6 Sports Network. Talk about that family atmosphere. What it is on camera is exactly the same thing off camera. It's that simple. We're brutally honest. But I just want to let you know of that. And then towards late December, I was like, you know what? I love the family atmosphere here. The best memories I've had on a late, late Saturday, literally three or four o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't be doing anything else besides getting my word or being on a pre or post show call with my family. Sorry, excuse me. With my family at the MI6 Sports Network. And texted him, I was like, hey, I know y'all been trying to recruit me for weeks. I love what you have here, not because of the views, likes, shares, and comments. Those are always great, but what's important is the family atmosphere here. I love what y'all do, and I want to be a part of the team. Next day, they said yes, and that very late December, I officially, John Alcorn, that one dude, 2020, became a part of the MI6 Sports Network, made the announcement. It's been great. January 2021, a whole year after all this drama, I'm a part of the best sports network on the planet. We continue on here, and so I'm still working on my relationship with God because, folks, we kind of, we not kind of, we need to understand this. Our relationship, our walk with God is not a video game. It's not when you hit a certain level. Okay, well, then I'm done with my relationship with God. Our relationship with God is forever, even after we're done on this planet, even when we're in heaven. It's forever. So I continue on here going to January, February. So I was like, okay, we're going to continue doing this. I believe in God. And I started getting frustrated, God, because I'm letting my emotions get in the way. No guests are coming on. They're not hearing any responses here. I'm like, God, I'm getting so frustrated. I said, God, I'm putting in the work. God, I'm putting in the work. I'm putting in the work. But the attitude was in the wrong area. I talk about faith. This is the biggest thing. Faith, how faith has grown, is not like a magic bean. It is spending time with God. I'm talking about this. I'm living it out. I'm not here to be hypocrite. I'm here to be honest with you. To have to grow faith is community. It's friendship. It's discipleship. It's spending time in God's word, getting to know him and seeing who God really and truly is. Nor is it easy walking with God. That is never a promise. That is never a guarantee. It's going to be easy, but it's going to be so frustrating. Like, I was like, God, what about these guests? Like, what, what about this promise? And my dad is just honest with me. He's like, John, you need to put your faith in. You need to confess it. Do not let your emotions get in the way. Continue to thank God. Faith is belief in things not yet seen, but belief that's already happened. That's in faith start confessing your faith, I start growing in my relationship with God, and I'm not growing in my relationship with God to get what I want. I'm growing in my relationship with God to change, to grow my character, and to continue to know who he truly is. As we go on into late February, guests start popping up, they start responding to messages, and I don't take any single credit, nor will they ever take any credit. God gets all the credit, for all these people responding to my messages to come into the show, it means more to me 
than any of them will ever know. As we're going into March, we're booked up for March, April, May, and about the quarter way booked up for June. It's like, oh, that's all God. And I keep going back to this word here, and the God is telling me, be humble. Be humble. Be humble. And not because you're scared of what God's going to take away, but because of knowing who gets the credit and who did this. That is God. Oh, Wait, all these friendships and all these people was because of God. I can't get more and more guests. I continue to thank God. I appreciate the beginnings. I'm recording on my couch in my apartment with no headphones, no nothing. To now, the computer that, I, that was given to me. To have an opportunity financially through God for this type of microphone. To everything I have, I do all credit to God. I'm not here to preach a prosperity gospel. That is contradicting to what the Bible is. The prosperity gospel is deceiving, and the prosperity gospel, prosperity gospel is a lie. Can continue on this career, continue to be humble. And to always remember, remember what happened in January 2020. When that dream job was taken away, when all those raw emotions you're feeling to now, to all these amazing guests and the connections that have been made. I know for sure that you, if not another single guest came on, God did this. God gets all the credit. This apartment we're in called Planet Earth is only for a short time. We are born into this world but we are not called to live for this world. I thank God for everything. Multiple guests being built, friendships being built, and the show is slowly but surely taking off. And I can truly know that I have made it in the sports industry, not because of the zeros in my bank account, not because of all the women or anything. It's because I love what I do. Staying up to three or four, six o'clock in the morning, more than happy to do. My first ever podcast was uploaded at 3.30 in the morning. Despite people saying, oh, it's not, you're not going to make it. Or some people saying, that, oh my gosh, you just go, get, go to college and get a degree and go get an office job. That's not me. And that will never be me. God did not call me to be complacent. God called me. God does not call the comfortable. God calls the uncomfortable. When he calls the uncomfortable, it helps grow their character. And I thank God for every step of the way from January 2020 and to now. Tense testimony video right here. We're in it back, going back to God's word. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. I'll say that one more time. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Even when I didn't understand what was happening from January 2020, from getting my dream job taken away, I didn't understand it. I was trying to understand it. But as Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 says, lean not on your own understanding. 
despite what emotions are going through her head, despite being at my lowest moment, or despite any of y'all that are potentially in your lowest moment right now, that doesn't make God any less good. I'll leave y'all with this right here before we end today's video. God loves you. God made you special. He's never going to give up on you. You are never too far from God. God is telling you today, run to me, for I have all you need. God made you special, and he loves you very much. That one dude, 2020, on the MI6 Sports Network. God bless. Thank you. And bye-bye. Thank you.